Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another footy edition of Fourth and Long. I mean, it's kind of felt like it's been a little while. My man Donnie, our AFL correspondent coach Donnie Hess over here. We got some fun stuff to talk about because not only do we have some good storylines coming out of the AFL recently, but also we just did our fantasy football draft. Fantasy football is really getting underway at this point in time, only a few weeks out from the footy season. So, uh... We're going to talk about that because there's a lot of fun. Fantasy football is fantastic, especially, I mean, I do all my American fantasy football. My first time in Australian fantasy football, little different, little different. But I got to say, Donnie, it's still pretty fun, though. Oh, man, it is great to talk to you, sir. I know I, I've kind of spun off and did the Donnie's disposals a lot this this off season a little <laughs> bit just before the AFLW season. And and I, I don't know if you want to throw it in, but in a few of my episodes, I've thrown in AFLW correspondent as well. But we, oh, we yeah. Won't get, well, we won't get too technical. It's called correspondent because if you guys, uh, once we're done here with this show, of course, um, roll on in because you still got plenty of footy content. I mean, Coach Donnie Hess's uh, American AFL fan series has been going very strong. We actually have almost all the teams done at this point. So you can go check those out. Actually, I want to put out a challenge to all of you guys. I want to, we'll give it maybe till the end of this AFL season. But whichever video for whatever team has the most views, that's going to determine the best fan base in all of Australian football. So... <laughs> Get your views in, get your likes in. If you're if you're a Swans fan, you better go like the hell and view the hell out of that and share the hell out of that Swans video. Or if you're a GWS fan, or if you're any other fan of the league, I know the Richmond one is doing pretty strong, and so is the Frio Dockers one. So there's some top competition going there. I want to put that out to all of you guys. Whichever video has the most likes and views will get our fourth and long best Australian football fans award. How's that sound to you, Donnie? Good idea. So that's, uh, that sounds quite interesting. I, I know so many people have been super interested in the Richmond Richmond Tigers one, and that, that was incredible to be able to talk to Peggy O'Neill. She's, oh, she's an absolute trailblazer. And the fact that she was so good, I, I'll, I'll even tell this a tiny backstory to Ooh, this, yeah. and Ross even knows this, is that the interview that actually went live <laughs> was actually the second time I talked to her because I forgot <laughs> to record the first one. Rookie mistake, Donnie. Oh. Oh, man. I remember you texted oh. me about that. Uh, not not gonna lie, I felt a little bad. I let out a little bit of a laugh because we've all been there. <laughs> I laughed myself. I laughed myself. The best part was that she was so nice. She was so nice about. It. In fact, she even joked in the in the instant message that <laughs> she said, "I'll even give you different answers." So, I the best part was she was so great about that. And I've had so much fun doing this series just because I found so many different and unique people. I mean, it's been really one good. Of, one of the latest ones to come out, the Melbourne, the, the Melbourne Demons fan, Vadim, who's who's an absolute awesome story coming from the Ukraine and, and fighting the Melbourne Demons. And in fact, actually, I'd love to relay this to you. He told me is if you ever need anybody else to hop in for UFC, he is a mixed martial arts lover. Ooh. I would love to chat with you mixed martial arts. So, so Vadim on Twitter, I will make sure and send him your way because he is, <laughs> he is, he did a lot of mixed martial arts. In fact, we, after mike we talked for almost an hour just mixed martial arts and stuff like that which was so much fun for me he's a huge gsp fan just like myself so that was really cool to talk a little bit of 
little bit of footy, little bit of a footy, little bit of everything, pocket, a little bit of MMA. I know it's incredible, but no, I've, I've had a ball. The only thing I am a little frustrated with is I still don't have a gold coast Suns fan. So, so for any of those listening to this episode, if you know any gold coast supporters, please send them that way. Or if you are Even a if, gold coast supporter too. Even. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Gold coast supporters. I just need one. Not a lot of them. Huh? So, I, I feel unfortunately like... <laughs> they're growing. They're growing. I know I'd love to be able to, to get them a little bit of exposure. Cause I think there's with both the men's and the women's they're young clubs that I think they're going to eventually become teams that are going to be good. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm having a ball with that and, and I'm, I'm working on a few other projects currently right now. Um, I can't give much too much away and little I'm trade not... secrets. Yeah, I know. I've got a really, really good one for my next AFL round that I'm really looking forward to chatting with, but I don't want to give it too much away. Hey, it's too all much, good. Because so. you want to know what that means? Just follow you um, at Coach Johnny Hess on Twitter. Follow us at Fourth Long Radio on Twitter for all your updates because that's your one stop shop right there. Also, check out fourth and long dot com, the fourth long dot com slash AFL for all your footy needs. And without further ado, Coach, let's get into some fancy football because. Oh, with boy. just my draft, I think my here's my biggest thing with this because when it comes to it, in like drafting, it was pretty similar to you know American fantasy football. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is, and even very so in American fantasy football, certain positions get drafted in certain rounds, and that also does vary based on your league and what the other people draft. So I had mm-hmm. no idea what this league was going to draft. I hardly knew what position to go first. I was going with the midfielders because hey, those are the most points trying to throw some Ruckman defense in there, but I just had no idea. It's even worse with a brand new league, brand new people. I don't know their habits. So I was just kind of going off of, because I had a, I think I was like pick number eight or nine out of 12. Mm-hmm. So I was able to uh, kind of see where the field was going. But I, to me, that was my, uh, that's kind of like my biggest issue being being new to this one. Yeah, I mean, this is this is my first time doing it too. I mean, I've been watching the, I've been I've been wanting to try fantasy footy. I'm I'm not a big fantasy sports person, especially mm. here in the states, because I guess because I watch it so much, it's really weird for me to want to cheer against some of the people that that i know it's weird so it's really really it, it's it, it is it's, it's a really weird sensation but i'd always wanted to try it and docker man on twitter who's, who's an incredible follow and, and a nice fan of ours as well so 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 shout, shout out to him. him shout out to him he's fan oh, yeah. freaking fantastic I, I love he's, him man he's He's absolutely awesome. Uh, he he arranged the league. In fact, this league has had so much fun just getting started. It's it's changed. It's well, well, which three. league? You, the first one or the second one? <laughs> oh man, that, that was incredible. In fact, <laughs> little little tip on this, and I know he, he's going to laugh a little bit when he hears this, but this draft that actually we're talking about was actually the second draft because the first draft the timing was off. In fact, myself, Ross, and then Jameson, my Geelong interview, were the only three actually on the draft on time. <laughs> So it was it was kind of a really really weird one because the draft changed to about three thirty. It changed to it was basically three thirty p.m. our time, which was about two a.m. purse time, which is where some of the other Australians who we were with were drafting. But yeah, I noticed that too that that many the drafts is really really re- weird just because of the fact is you don't know where kind of everybody's going to yep. go the rock and the midfield tends to be the higher points because a lot of these leagues are it's disposals mm-hmm. it's tackles it's different stuff like that but um i know that they with several of them they're trying to add spoils and different stuff to kind of even it out because normally defenders and forwards sometimes don't always have the highest points yeah so you'll get play people that'll draft mid midfield forwards and put a lot of midfield forwards 
forwards as their forwards. You know, gain. I got some of those. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I, I know. I, I got some of them as my my reserves. I got a couple of midfield forwards as my reserves just to play around with those a little bit. Yeah, so definitely, if you get a chance, put those guys in the forward line because if they do do get shifted into the midfield. It's definitely going to make your your racking up points. It'll be fun. So kind of like when I, I was able to have um, Taysom Hill, an uh, American football player for the Saints, he was a he's or at least for a week he was listed as a tight end but he's really weird he plays all almost every position if you never see him mm-hmm. play it's extremely weird yeah. but it's extremely impressive but i had him in the tight end spot and he was playing quarterback that week so i was able to to, to get a oh, few boy. extra points i probably shouldn't have but you know yeah definitely for sure and and that's that's this it's going to be really interesting because i know that you myself um I know there's a couple other couple of the guys I know on Twitter who are Americans who are joining this league, and I'm not sure how many of them play fantasy. So it's going to be quite interesting to see yeah. that. Plus, the fact that the teams lock at like 3 a.m. sometimes our time is going to be quite interesting. I'm gonna, gonna go to bed, cross my fingers before the round. Ex- That's all I'm gonna do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's there's gonna be a few round. There's gonna be a few rounds where it's like I almost feel like I gotta wake up at like 2:45 a.m. to double check my team and make sure that right. nobody gets nobody get nobody gets injured or reserved out so they're not going to play so it's definitely going to be interesting but i'm i'm thoroughly looking forward to it i'm, I'm it's not for money we're playing for fun we're going to have it's going to be no it's for honor play. it's for honor donnie oh, i want yes. to be oh, i yes. want the i want to be able to my first my first full season of australian football mind you is coming up because i joined by halfway through last last season so i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that and also my first year in australian fantasy football in mm-hmm. a league that is a mime I want to win. I want. I want to be the American that takes over. <laughs> you just don't want to be the wooden spooner. You don't want to be the one at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Either I, we will. I, we will see. No. No. Either I want to be first, or I just want to not be last. Those are the two most important things in fantasy football. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Pretty much. You either want to be first. You either want to be first. Or you don't want to finish last. It's one of those two. I, yeah. I can. I can. I can handle a third or fourth place finish. Right. <laughs> right. See, the thing is here though, as oh. um, so I got asked for fantasy football for the for the the finals with this mm-hmm. one. Does it work the same way as the actual AFL finals work? That kind of playoff bracket. Um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to talk with Greg. I'm pretty sure that the finals are actually going to start earlier because with the finals team slimming down. Yeah. You got to have, well, it's like American football ending. Um, like the last week is of the championship or, um, is on the last week of the regular season. So it's going to be like that. I just wonder if it's the, are we doing the top eight out of the 12 and are we doing the whole former at the top four, then the bottom four of the eight. I'm, I I, I got a double I got a, I got a check I got a double check. Um, I'm not exactly sure myself on the finals thing. I think he put an eight person finals, but I'm not sure. I, I know that was it was a discussion in the in our group, which was quite interesting, having four Aussies and a couple of Americans in there because it was, it was quite quite entertaining. In fact, <laughs> you kind of you kind of miss some interesting banter at the draft. I know I know you had your UFC to watch, but yeah, I was there, uh, sorry, man. I was I was doing oh, work no, double duty good. that night. <laughs> 
You're not not a problem. It, it was just it was really funny when you had guys like you had guys that were they were getting ready for like their draft pick was like two picks later and somebody would take somebody that they had planned on taking. So you got you got a few you got a few choice words thrown at each other. Nothing, oh, I, nothing I, I'm bad. well aware. Oh, it was hilarious. Well aware. That's why I was, oh, especially like my main fantasy football league with with my boys. Shout out to the Dirty Dozen. We're mm. a really cutthroat because we like to win and we don't like to lose. And um, I'd be lying if there was at least a little bit of a physical altercation one of these times <laughs> together. <laughs> All out of love. Oh, but fantasy football gets intense, but I love it. I I'm so down. Also, oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because admittedly, it will keep me more on track and trying to watch every game this season too. So definitely for sure and in fact actually one of the things that i've discovered going mm -hmm. into it with my aflw is that they actually started a website for aflw fantasy foot fantasy oh. footy which is quite interesting which quite interesting for me I, I actually hopped on just to give it a try and it's a little bit different the the, the financing is a little bit different when it comes to it and, and i think the scoring even is a tiny bit different mm -hmm. just because of you have less players on the field a, a little bit shorter quarters mm -hmm. but i'm i'm having a ball with that because i think it's really helping me learn some of the ladies some of the ladies names really quick um, I knew I came into this year going, I really wanted to help the league with doing AFLW reviews and stuff. Which like you've that. been so going fantastic. You check that out. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, seeing where you get your podcasts. Donnie has been rocking and rolling with that one. And we got, is it round four coming out now? Uh, a yep. little later this week. So that yep, season's round, flying by too. Yes, round four. And with a very familiar face from the, a, from the AFL us fan series and my co-host and my rotating co-host which i'm absolutely loving i've had so many i've had my first three weeks have been great i've had a couple of usafl alumna who i know quite well and and tara silky and drea casillas and then my man one of one of the cool one of my cool follows on twitter mr gil griffin who's who's written written a footy book and is actually writing for footyology that was a fantastic interview that was one of my favorite ones that, you, that you've done so oh, far. oh yeah and he he came in and we too and he was awesome he, he was he was a great talk and in this week i have another i have actually one of my former interviews um uh since this will come out a little bit after it has come out uh maybe is is miss Alyssa zaijan my port adelaide fan she hopped on for me this week which i was I, she was a blast to talk to again and so it, yes it's just been a ball to do this i've got five more rounds to go and then the finals i'm so looking forward to it it's it's going to be a good season i could feel it i i could feel it right now but donnie like i said at the beginning of the show we're not only going to talk to a little fantasy football but we're going to get into some uh big storylines that are coming out of footy recently and i think the first one we gotta start with is the one that either you love it or you hate it and if you love it you're part maybe one percent of any footy fan i've ever seen because we got to talk about the new rule that they put. And of course, we learned about this a little bit back. And even just by hearing the explanation of the rule, we all thought, what the hell is this? What's the point of this? Why are we changing up footy again? And there's outrage from fans and players across the league and across not only Australia, but also in America as well. Because us fans were not happy with it either. And so we got to see uh, the whole staying still on the mark rule of course and we got to see a glimpse of it in action as Essendon was doing a little bit of a scrimmage game um recently and it's stupid it's <laughs> i don't know what to say it's a joke it's a joke what 
what's the point of this rule I, I I don't I honestly this this is one of this is one of the many times that I think we're tinkering with the toy far far too much <laughs> I, I I don't understand it I mean it literally it literally makes the person standing on the mark look like an absolute muppet I mean it, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious because it, it it's basically the old the old ability for the man on the mark he could move anyways as long as he did not encroach the mark so he as long as he didn't go forward from where the mark was taken he was fine he could go right he could go left he could go back he could jump up and down he could he could do a little polka he could do whatever he wanted can't okay? move laterally with him now yeah but now as as ross just kind of said is that basically you're kind of a plant you, you have literally to have to stand there. still until the ref yells play on you can't go right you can't go left you can't back up you cannot move you are basically statued still <laughs> but the problem that i see with this rule is is that many referees are far too slow in yelling play on so mm -hmm. the man who catches the mark can get at least three to four meters away before he yells play on mm -hmm. so the guy standing there literally looks like an idiot because he might as well not even be there like you almost don't even want to put a man on the mark in some of these positions because there's nothing he can do i mean he can jump he can jump up once the guy kicks it but with the league being much more run and gun with the, with the handballs out the back or, or passes right to the left, literally he's useless because if one play on until the play on is yelled, he's stuck there. So it, it really is. Um, I, I'm, I understand that they're trying to, to make the game more viewable well they implemented this rule is a way to it, the way they're kind of trying to to make up their the explanation for this rule is that they're trying to increase scoring because in uh, 2019 it did fall to a 52 year low uh, in, in scoring but I, with this rule with, no this this isn't the move uh, this is the one the right I, I understand the explanation. The explanation has two flaws. A, last year, what was one of the big things that happened? They shortened the quarters. Okay, they shortened the quarters. Yep. Okay. And we were playing in COVID times with no fans. So you have no fan supports. You have no rush of energy. You have no rush of blood. You have no pressure in that situation. I, I hate making changes on a unique season like they did last year. I well, really really think they they jumped the shark as the australians like to say on this well one. It, it's I making changes it's for idea. the only purpose of making changes is is it, i doubt this actually positively contributes in any fashion to the game if anything okay. this is just only going to increase player frustration fan frustration and make these officials not want to be there because they're only going to get yelled at for enforcing a stupid rule which by the way if you move that's a 50 meter penalty Mm -hmm. So it's nothing slight. It's nothing slight. No, and it, unfortunately, it's already it's already a talking point amongst the league. It's, the refereeing has been inconsistent at times, and I understand that because the holding the ball rule, unfortunately, again, we'll, we'll open a can of worms here. Clarko says something last year, and all of a sudden now the AFL responds like their their hair is on fire. And everything went haywire from there instead of leaving it the way it was. And mm -hmm. this is another one of those. It's like we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater way too much. Just leave stuff alone. And this is a frustration that I've had. Let me soapbox for just, just a couple of seconds. Get on your soapbox. That's what we're here for. Okay. 
I am sick and tired of every single professional sport that I watch, no matter here in the States or even in the AFL, that their first complaint is we need scoring. Coming from Coach Hess here, and I don't care if you get offended, no, we don't. We need better players playing the game correctly. Defense is cool, too. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm so frustrated by this. Again, maybe it's the coach in me. It really is. But stop messing up the game stop stuffing the game just to get more scoring Ju more scoring does not make better football i know you're an nfl guy i'm sorry the defense LA is cool too i love a good it, defensive matchup it, come just, on just, i'm gonna say this and again <sighs> nfl fans listen to this i'm not trying to bash your sport but i'm gonna say this right now the la versus kansas city game that ended 56 or 48 to whatever that was the monday night football game no that was not the greatest game of football that was the worst defense i've ever seen played in my life well, i'm sorry i will pump the brakes a little bit because we did see like three or four Four defensive touchdowns that game, but okay. I, I understand. I I one hundred. I don't want to see a shootout most of the time. I don't want to see a fifty to forty nine game most of the time. I I like defense. I appreciate defense. I'm I'm an old school kind of guy too because when mm -hmm. I when I watch football and especially when I when I was coaching football, I love a good smash mouth run football team. Stay between the tackles. Give me dive. Give me power. Give me trap. Give me ISO, okay? I love that stuff. No, no, it's all about toss sweeps, you know, jet, or it's all about tosses, pitches, jet sweeps, maybe a quarterback option with no defense. I mean, come on, man. I'm a, I know I'm old school. I know I sound like a little old man on my rocker on the front porch, but where's my Smash Mouth football again, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this and I've told you this a few times on Twitter man become a fan of the Iowa Hawkeyes because we still play that type of football here that's why I like the Hawkeyes that's why I used to be a huge Stanford football fan too because what we oh, do yeah. you run you put uh, as many people on the line of scrimmage as possible you overload the ends. side give me three tight ends on one <laughs> side have the backside just having a guard and I have a tackle and you run the football <laughs> I, I I love it. No, it, it we'll we'll get back we'll get back to the sport that we were originally <laughs> yep. talking about. Back no, on topic. I'm I'm again. I I understand the argument, but the issue that I have is is that changing the sport to get the occasional fan that puts their phone down for ten seconds to see the footy and then go right back to their phone is not a fan I want. I want a fan that's going to have more than an investment than thirty seconds on the dollar. Okay, I don't. Mm -hmm. I, that very is much frustrating to me that these rules are being changed for not regular footy fans. They're being changed for people that have the attention span of a gnat, and that's the most frustrating part. The way to sum this up, Donnie, is that change for the sake of change is not healthy and it's not something you should be doing you sh if something needs to be changed if there's a legitimate problem go ahead change that problem but there's not a problem here there, there, mm -hmm. there isn't a legitimate problem here so don't change what you don't need to don't make a paycheck don't have some fun with the rules if you don't need to it's only going to backfire and make things worse and i don't know if there's anything else that could be said about this topic uh otherwise uh it's just stuff. It's beating, it's just beating, a dead, beating a dead horse. I, <laughs> I, 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 understand, I understand the, the changing of the man coming from the backside to hop on the mark because mm -hmm. it, it's a way to deter the people. So I understand that part of it, but the rest of it, just it, you're, you're making so much more of a problem than you are solving one. You're, you're adding 10 issues down the line and you're correcting one. It's not, I, I don't see the constructive part of it. I personally. can't wait for this rule to be uh <laughs> 
eliminated once the season is over. Fingers crossed. Round, round, round one. I'm hoping this thing gets about six or seven fifties, just so the AFL goes. Whoop. Bye bye. If only we <laughs> could be hoping. so lucky, Donnie. If I, only I we could be so lucky. It. Don't. Oh, uh, boy, here we go. Don't hold your breath on this one. And going from some kind of really annoying news, let's talk some little fun speculation, to be honest, because even though this might not happen for a, a, a two years or so, it's always fun to speculate, let's be honest. And, Donnie, let's talk about maybe your Sydney Swans possibly getting one of the better players in all of footy. Dustin Martin is going to Sydney, and it's all but confirmed. Maybe? Oh boy, talk talk about talk about one of those that's like I talk about one person saying one thing and the entire AFL media just jumping all over this. Okay. So, so it's all about the headlines, scene. Donnie. So I'll set the scene here. Dusty Martin's agent oh, was recently interviewed by I can't remember who it was, but they basically had discussed how Dusty has not signed a, a new contract and his contract ends in two years. And one of the things peculiar peculiar Lee that he had stated was is that the, the manager stated that Dusty want, enjoyed Sydney and that he thought personally Dusty could play another five years and that he maybe would like to play in Sydney. Now, do we know if uh, Dustin has any ties to Sydney? Because we know he, uh, more than any other sport, Australian football players love to play in their hometown. He, he did live in Sydney for a bit. Most of his family does is more connected to New Zealand since his dad was uh, his dad was um, extradited out of Australia and mm. cannot come back into the country. Oh, uh, yeah, unfortunate. Well, he, he's had some issues with the law, shall we ah, say. So he was gotcha. Yeah. So he was deported out to New Zealand. And, and unfortunately, it was one of the one of the other things that in 2017, when Dusty won his first championship, there was discussions with the Australian government to let his dad come back for the championship championship celebration the australian government basically said um no they, <laughs> now yeah. what you gotta do to get to to do something so illegal you get kicked out of what was the land of convicts i i, I haven't dove into it i don't know <laughs> but if i remember correctly even before covid dusty would have a usual a usual trip to new zealand to go see his father and, and mm. see some of the family but no so so here's kind of the, the kind of the, the tie-in that many people are saying is not only does his manager say that he wants to play for Sydney, but if you look at the contracts, mm -hmm. Buddy Franklin's contract ends the exact same day that Dusty's does. So if Buddy retires, this now leaves a ton of money for Dusty to have if Dusty were to come up and sign for Sydney after Buddy, what they're assuming and we all know what assuming does to people. We won't say it on the podcast because it's a nice clean <laughs> podcast. It is that they're assuming Buddy will then retire once it once he is done. So his finances then go back into the club. So then that money can then be used to bring Dusty up to Sydney. Mm -hmm. Now, as, as as you and I discussed off mic, Brendan Gale, the the kind of CEO of of Richmond, has already tried to put the kibosh to this. But unfortunately, until Dusty's signature is on another Richmond contract, this one's going to linger. Yep. As a, as a Sydney Swans fan, personally, yeah. it, um, it would be fascinating to see it happen because I think they're still part of the Sydney audience that likes having a superstar on the roster. The previous you don't couple, really have that right now, do you? Well, if you take, if you take Buddy out of it, mm -hmm. Sydney is a very young, up-and-coming yes. team. 
with a couple of a couple of super couple of minor superstars but a lot of times because melbourne tends to be where the main part of the sydney of the footy media is many times they don't get the accolades that some of the melbourne teams do Mm -hmm. some of the western australian or some of the south south um, australian teams do just because they don't have the footy bed like we had discussed in the first ever episode yeah queen and in New South Wales are which of course real quick don't mean to interrupt on it but I just want to say thank you for that for anyone that's tuned in because at least on YouTube we've broken 20,000 views on that video and oh, hundreds man. and hundreds of comments so it's is, really been fantastic to see all that support we love you so that, much for that that is absolutely awesome I, I did keep track of that um I, I I I'm so proud of that and in the fact that this has led to this to this great um this great partnership oh, on this podcast coach. that I, that I am, um, I, I think it's a mutual, it's a mutual respect and, and admiration for both of us. We've both brought right. each other some, some, a lot of great things real but, quick. And just want to bring it 21,712 views, 316 comments with 377 likes. And I'm going to say that it's five Richmond fans that disliked it. Maybe because I said, I hate Richmond. So one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man either it's which either i that, don't either... i don't it was an exaggeration i just don't like tom lynch oh <laughs> uh, I, I again the, the rich the richmond uh, the richmond army in richmond has had very 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 interesting lifestyle <laughs> shall we say but actually um so so after so so me as a sydney fan mm-hmm. i i wouldn't mind dusty being up there but i'm not gonna sit here and say yes i want him no i, I i'm i'm gonna I'm going to hold judgment on this. In fact, actually, we didn't talk about this. Have you heard about the shakeup at Collingwood? I have been trying to keep track of that. Would you want to go a little more in depth into that one for us? Well, okay. okay. So this is not so much about footy on the field. This is more about kind of the club in and of itself. Unfortunately, Which is still important. Well, unfortunately, like like we've kind of noticed here in the states a little bit, is is there have been a lot of issues with systemic racism. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, with Collingwood, a former player, um, Lamumba, who at the time when he played had his name changed to a more kind of, shall we say, normal, <laughs> with with exclamation. Yeah. And um, he embraced he. After he retired, he went into his family history and kind of embraced his African heritage and came into it. Well, recently, in the last few years, he's been really kind of calling out the club on its lack of um, push on making sure that people of other races are treated fairly. Mm. He basically a a massive say of, of systemic racism. Well, Collingwood, after this, decided to have an independent group go through the club, do some investigations, and to see what they would find. Um, it had been rumored and actually had come out in the last couple of months previously to, to recording date that, that um, President Eddie McGuire was planning on retiring at the end of the year after the season was over for the smooth transition of power to the next well, unfortunately, the get better report from Collingwood came out, <laughs> was leaked, was eventually came to the Collingwood board to so the Collingwood board could go through it. Well, unfortunately, before they could make any changes, the report was leaked to the media. Of course it was. 
So as a, as a way to try to get ahead of it, the board and good old Eddie McGuire got on to a press conference. <laughs> Eddie McGuire, in his utter brilliance, decides that the first thing he's going to say after talking about this leaked thing, which basically said that the Collingwood Magpies did have issues with systematic racism for the previous decade mm -hmm. and gave them 20 i think something over 21 different actionable items to change at the club the first thing that eddie mcguire says in the press conference is this is a great day for the collingwood football club i'm sorry that was the most tone deaf thing I've ever heard in my life. Give him a PR agent, damn it. Or if he and did have one, either fire them or make him actually listen to that PR agent. And unfortunately, this is not the first time that Eddie McGuire has said something either in a race, either in a racism issue or in a personal, say, personal Eddie's issue. Eddie's had some history He's with had, these things. We, He's had a few gaffes, shall we say, <laughs> a few brain fades or rushes of blood, as the Australians like to say. Is that what we're calling so, it? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so because of that, a firestorm of media hit all over him instead of about the actionable report. So Eddie, as a way to try to damage control both for the club and for um, himself, he then resigns less than a couple weeks later this was kind of also brought on because the day after that infamous um press conference 260 afl players wa aflw players the netball team and former players of each of those all joined in for a joint letter apologizing both to the people and to fellow Collingwood people that had suffered issues with the systematic racism. Now, Eddie has now walked away. Unfortunately, it's one of those. It's sad to see somebody who did so much. Uh, again, I, I'm gonna. This is gonna sound really weird, but mm -hmm. I'm, let me let me roll it back a little bit. Yep. He has done a lot for the club, even with his issues of his mouth opening words coming out, but his brain obviously not knowing that they were probably not a good idea <laughs> again. So I, I feel bad for it that, that, a, that a guy that had had done so many things for the club will end his career kind of in a travesty. But again, mm -hmm. unfortunately he, he, his, his record is not exactly perfect. Shall we say? And for me, one of the reasons that I did not discuss this on the Donnie's Disposals AFLW stuff was because I felt that there wasn't a lot of oxygen needed to be put to this. This one got beat to death pretty badly, unfortunately. So I, I, I wanted to see if you had you had seen that. I yeah, know, no, I have. And it's a really it's almost a tricky situation with this one, isn't it? There's yeah. um because like you kind of brought up a great point because if we take away this issue let, let's just call mm -hmm. it issue um oh yeah he's been really good for the club he's been mm -hmm. he's been he's been a really important piece of that club's history mm -hmm. but the only problem is 
you got this issue and it's not that small of an issue <laughs> with, and it's with not the, the first time either unfortunately the, yeah and, that, and that's that's the sad that's the saddest part about it and, so, and 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 but this does solve a few problems too because there were many people because of his media um because he was doing the hot breakfast he was calling footy games different stuff like that mm-hmm. there were a lot of people saying that he had conflicts of interest all the time so the fact that now he's stepped down as president of of collingwood and that he's just doing his media stuff and some of his media obligations now i think this, this is a positive I, this does kind of take away that conflict of interest argument. Yeah. I, I honestly think he's not going to be doing much calling this year just because I think many of these are going to want to let him kind of let this die down. Yeah, I think like, you like lay low, you let, the, you let the fire die out, and then you bring him back next season when hopefully people, well, at least for his case, hopefully people just forgot about this, and then we just move on with our lives. Yeah, let it let it blow over. Maybe let him blow off a little bit of steam. Yeah. Let him do a few things, maybe personally, that to maybe fix a few things and hope that he comes back. He comes back in a better light, so, which I completely understand. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's this Let's has been a, this live has and been learn. Off, this has been an off season of so much controversy. <laughs> it, it's, it's really kind of baffling well, to me. Well, between coaches sleeping with, you know, having affairs and all uh, oh, Richmond, 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 you have been from in season having fights at strip clubs uh, to out of season having coaches in, in uh, um, with affairs. It's it's an interesting club, Donnie. I'll tell you that much. It's. Well, and the funny part about it is, is his his was this. He was this. Is, is Coach Hardwick was actually the second um, coach this year to leave to have his wife That's either right. leave him or him leave his wife. That's right. Because back to the previous topic, Nathan Buckley also left his wife in the off season, and I haven't I I haven't dove into that one. That one wasn't the media firestorm that that. Um, Hardwick's was especially considering the person that he was having the affair with was a member of the club. Um, at one time it was a physio. I later found out it might've actually been somebody in the footy department that is now working with the women. So you know, I got to tell you yeah. that I wasn't <laughs> expecting this sort of drama um, from, from footy, to be honest, it's at times it at least rivals like American football. If and a lot of time, there's actually more drama coming from this sport than there is in American football, which is <laughs> it, it kind of it took, it's taken me for a loop. It's taken me for a loop for sure. I love uh, it, it though was, because it was fun. It was a very interesting off season. I, I know we've had a few instant <sighs> messages from there. Just I was just I was a like, few. Did you see this? <laughs> it was great. Well, sometimes I see I'm like, wait, is, is that real? Is that? Real? I gotta hit you up because you gotta confirm it for me. It's just yeah. I, I always go. I always go through the AFL the AFL site, the, the AFLW site when any of that stuff goes on. And actually, to go off this, I know this is normally AFL, but you have to when you get a chance go on go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The indigenous jerseys for the AFLW oh, have come out. And those some- are fantastic absolutely elite i i put a tweet out there i don't know if i can choose my favorite because there's so many really good ones i'm i'm loving so many of them um so i'm, I'm looking forward to indigenous week is this indigenous round is this round so i'm really looking forward to this because there are some absolutely cracking games um please please check out the aflw four round review which will have our round five preview mm-hmm. some really good games this week going into aflw and, and just to just to go off that um 
for your audience, please keep supporting the AFLW. These girls are playing so much better footy each and every round. These players are getting better and better and better. The games are more exciting. We've already had several upsets and over the last couple of weeks. The, 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 the ladder is starting to kind of shape a little bit going into it. I am thoroughly looking forward to it. Please, Ross, if you get a chance, please watch some yes, of sir. these ladies' games. Um, AFLW.com, if I remember correctly, is actually playing free games. Ooh. So you have check to check out. out then. And, and Donnie, to, to answer you your question, though, you times, please let me know. Yes, sir. You weren't able to pick a favorite. I'm going to tell you my favorite right here. I My favorite a, uh, AFL uh, indigenous around Guernsey was hands down the uh, West Coast Eagles. Love that one. And with mm-hmm. this one, I think, one, I think I'm really feeling Car- uh, Carlton's actually. Mm-hmm. I'm digging that one. I'm digging. Well, of course, my my bias one is you know the GWS one's always going to be the best one, hands down, uh, mm-hmm. because you know anything that the GWS says is the best, uh, especially when it comes to Sydney. I mean, you're a Sydney fan, but uh, we all know Greater Western Sydney is better than Normal Sydney because it's greater. Duh. So. <laughs> The trash talk starts in the season hasn't even begun in the AFLW. This is great. You bet. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Well, that's okay. If I wanted to throw it back and go, well, our two our two clubs had a scratch match for our under-17 and under-19 women's. And uh, guess what? Uh, the the Swannies pulled out both of them. So. Uh, that d- d- doesn't matter. Uh, it was a scrimmage. <laughs> When the uh, real one, the practice <laughs> matches. I, I'm looking forward to it. Like, like yeah. I, I, we kind of have a discussion in the AFLW four round review about kind of what our thoughts are on since Port Adelaide and Sydney, the the two fan bases that her that Alyssa and I are on. Um, we discussed: Are we in the? Are, do we want our teams to come in this year, this up next couple of years, or do we want to wait and let the let the um, let the talent come in? And I'll, if you want to hear kind of our thoughts on that please please check that out but no if you if you do get a chance watch some of these women there are some absolutely awesome in fact my favorite one i don't know if you've listened to it the best surname i've ever heard for a footy player is a player by the name of bonnie too good <laughs> bonnie oh too good. that's she so plays good for the western place for the western bulldogs and she's so good she's too good so we have so the best names in footy right now for the women's is too good. We got buying too good, and then hands down for the men, it's going to be Dangerfield. Those are the oh, two yeah. best names in footy right now, hands down. <laughs> oh, Patrick Dangerfield. When I a, first heard that name, Dangerfield, awesome. even even now with too good, I thought that was a nickname. I thought Patrick Dangerfield. I thought that was a nickname, but no, that's just a perfect nope. name. <laughs> That's his legal name. Nope. Miss Miss Bonnie Too Good plays for the Western Bulldogs, which our which our American friend Danny Marshall plays for. In fact, mm-hmm. they've won their last two straight in a row and are going going for a third this week. So Ooh. the the, bulldog, the doggies are playing pretty well in the AFL. Hey, watch they, out for the doggies come finals. Oh yeah, okay. they they have an absolute superstar in, in in Miss Blackburn, their midfielder, who is an absolute gun. I mean, she's 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 mighty. She's little Miss Mighty Mouse. She's she's everywhere on the footy. She's she's so much fun to watch, Miss. Ellie Blackburn, uh, absolute gun, absolute gun. Hey, Donnie, how about we wrap things up with this show by finishing with one last story from the men's of the uh, the doggies because they're kind of shoring up their midfield with some recent acquisitions, uh, and, and they're really going to help themselves. They got really close to making the finals last, last year. They were only about a couple games out, I believe. So they were, they were right there trying to make a late push. I only remember that because... 
I was worried that they were going past GWS. They didn't pass them, but you know GWS didn't make the finals anyway, so it's not like it matters. But adding Adam Treeler, um, you know, keeping Josh Dunkley, and um, also getting Marcus Bonapelli, this is uh, they're making some moves and they're making a push. And I feel like there's a really good chance to actually make the finals with this roster this season. Oh, I, I look at it, and we kind of we kind of discuss this a little bit after the free agency period. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, the Western Bulldogs right now step into this season with, by far, in my opinion, the most star-studded depth midfield in the entire competition, and that's crazy to say. Is this sometimes. the best Dockies team we've ever seen? Oh well, the 2016 did raise the flag, even yeah. though they did come from seventh. But this this team is is legit in the midfield to the point where you could almost move a Marcus Bontempelli up to to small half forward mm-hmm. to be able to help that out. But the other question is they get the number one overall draft pick in Jamaro Ugo Hagen, who many people are, are are comparing to a young buddy Franklin as well. So that's a good comparison. <laughs> you add Adam Trelor during the Collingwood fire sale, which the Collingwood offseason continues to just get better and better, as we just kind of discussed. Uh, um, we covered that whole debacle in our uh, oh, yes. in our draft see, breakdown. That was see, a lot see, of fun. So you add an elite midfielder in Adam Trelor to an already elite midfielder, Bontempelli, Dunkley. You've already got one of the best up and coming Ruckman in Matt English. You've got one of the, you've got some great backline players. This is a doggies team that legitimately can make the finals and can be a foil to the Brisbane's, to the Richmond's, to the Geelong's, to the Port Adelaide's, if they get the right way to go. Like I, I, I can't wait till we do our AFL, AFL, um, our preview which oh yeah I'm that's gonna be coming out through. very soon for all of you guys keep on because that. The, picking the eight this year is gonna be so interesting because <laughs> there's so many teams that were in the eight last year that got better and yes. it's scary to say that but i think several teams got better and i think even some of the teams that are outside the eight got better i think this year's footy hopefully with no hubs and everybody's going to be at home back to normal coronavirus has been relatively relatively stifled down there they've one case in one case in perth and they locked the whole place down for five days which may seem excessive but they've been able to keep cases at astronomically low levels which i i applaud them from here from an american who doesn't have that same finances don't have those same numbers we we, we applaud you australian governments of of all of the all the territories to be able to keep your numbers down but also to give us the the wonderful game of footy yes uh, but yeah i i'm the doggies legitimately could have the best midfield in the entire league next year if everybody can stay healthy so they are gonna Without a doubt, they're going to be a team to watch next year. And uh, shout out to my co-host, uh, Jalen Johnson. He's over on our uh, episodic shows, more of our basketball guy. But he did pick the Doggies as his uh, footy team. And so um, I don't like him. I don't like him for that, for just getting a team good like this, just right out of the bat. Kind of like how, uh, I don't know how many of you guys watch the NHL. But the first season that the Las Vegas Golden Knights were a thing. He was he just became a fan of them because he wanted to get into hockey. And lo and behold, they be they're a, a brand new team that makes the Stanley Cup finals in their first season. And so I hate him a lot. It, it's a love hate, but it's it's a hate nonetheless. And I it's not jealousy. It's not jealousy. I promise you that. I'm not not 
not jealous, Donnie. No. I still I still keep messing with him. He's told me he wants to get on an episode and talk footy with us one of these times. And every time he every time we set up to arrange last year, he'd always bail on us. So. Right. Hey, we're going. We're just so, going to keep bugging him, and we're going to have to get is, spot to one this, of these things. This if, is if my anything... shout out to you, man. You gotta get you gotta get on an episode, whether it's the whether it's the preview, yeah. whether it's round one. I don't know, man. You gotta get your you gotta get yourself on one of we these. We got episodes. a season here, Donnie. I think we're going to be able to make it happen. I I sure hope so. I sure hope so. <laughs> Uh, but that's going to wrap it for us with this one, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Coach Donnie Hess, our AFL correspondent, is always a pleasure, sir. It's uh, it's almost footy season, and I am really excited because I get to see the first bounce of uh, of the season for the first time ever. Yep, you get to go through the entire twenty-two. Hopefully, Ooh. the entire twenty-two game season, and you get to ride the roller coasters that is the AFL season um it, it's it's a ball trust me you will never re- you will never regret 22 rounds of amazing footy before the finals i mean you got you got just a tiny bit of taste you got in about halfway through about halfway that's the first night you fist the first rounds where you get those first four rounds where maybe a team like carlton wins the first mm-hmm. two or three and they're in the top eight though they probably won't end up in the top eight so hey let's see Adelaide. yeah makes let's get some early wins for you guys he said the wins boon shouta a now hated uh, uh, personality by the footy group, but Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh man, how, how, how the mighty have fallen! Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, at least he may not support it, but I still do, and he got it. In, he got me into this thing, so uh, yeah. I like I said, I I I respect him for what he did. My the only issue I have with him is that he ba- he bailed he, he bailed, bailed quicker hard. than one guy from Titanic. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to this thank you for all your support on uh, Coach Johnny has his dining disposal American AFL fans that has been absolutely fantastic also some great support for the Peggy O'Neill interview which even though we like we mentioned at the beginning of the show a little bit of a, a speed bump hit that it all turned out great and it still worked out very well the AFL um, breakdowns that Coach Johnny has also been putting out has been killing it and, and it's in full swing so check that out also just to show our thanks and a little way to support the show as well check out this fantastic tri blend t-shirt the with the words on it that got me the tweet that got me into australian football coach johnny australian football is underrated, underrated. so with this shirt you get our fantastic footy logo with footy is underrated because you're damn right it is and it's time to put a little more respect on the sport. And that's why we love your help, Donnie. Bring it to the American viewers because our Aussies, our, our, uh, our uh, great friends down under, they know how great this sport is. And it's just we're just spreading the word at this point. Just spreading the word. Definitely, for sure. And, and to all, my, all, all the Australian fans who I've reached out and talked with, thank you again so much. You guys are absolutely fair dinkum awesome. Thank you so <laughs> much for the support. I, I definitely i am going to get that shirt here really soon. I got a birthday <laughs> I got a birthday coming up. I'm definitely going to invest in Ooh. that. I, I think it'd be great to have have me actually wearing some of the, some of the merch for, for the show. Hey, the funny thing is, I know it's still a little cold here in the States, especially recently with everywhere being covered in snow even in Texas, but for you Aussies over there, I know the, the seasons are flip-flops, so it's like summer right there pretty much, right? Mm. Something like that, so we got, it ain't no Guernsey, but it is a tank top, so we got this in those tanks as well, so you can, uh, you know, sun's out, guns out. 
Let's get those arms rocking. <laughs> Definitely for sure. Uh, but Donnie, have a great rest of your day with this one, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sticking until the end. And keep an eye out for the next AFLW round four breakdown. And keep an eye out for our AFL 2021 season preview. Because we all know it is going to be a ripper of a time. And you are not going to want to miss it. But... Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you later. Donnie Hass, always a pleasure. And we'll see you guys in the next one.